Guys, welcome back. Welcome back to the Union Jack-Off uh, with Daniel Muggleton. It is me, Daniel Muggleton, again, chatting to you, finding you on a Monday. I know if you're listening in Australia, when this thing comes out, it's barely a Monday because uh, late, last night was a little bit of a late one. It was the Australian comedy show in London. Yeah, that's something, that's something I decided to put on since I got here. I put together a lineup of Australian comedians every month at the Backyard Comedy Club, which I think is pretty on brand for Australia, right? Having an Australian event at a place named after a backyard. And the problem is, of course, it's the UK. The backyard's indoors. Uh, pretty, pretty strange for a backyard, but there it is. It's a big indoor comedy club. It's a great club. Uh, I put on the show there the first Sunday of every month. It's called Australian Comedians Dope Comedy. You get it? Like ACDC, but Australian Comedians Dope Comedy. Pretty pretty proud of that when I came up with it. And uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. We just did the third one last night, headlined by the fantastic Laura Davis from Perth. Originally lived in Melbourne. Now she's here. That's the thing. A lot of us, a lot of us end up here because we start comedy in Australia. We see that we really enjoy it, but we also know that there's just not a big enough industry for everybody. Uh, so you gotta you gotta move out. You gotta you gotta get somewhere else. And the UK is where we come because we think it's gonna be very comfortable. And in a lot of ways it is. It's very similar culture wise. But then there is things like you know the houses here are a bit depressing in London. And I've been up to Manchester as well. Stay with some friends up there. Not that nice either. So you know you gotta take a little bit of a hit. You gotta be like, look, I want to pursue this career. I want to do this thing and like English comedy crowds are fantastic. There's a lot, a lot of people here who love stand-ups. So that's cool. But you got to take that hit and you come over here. And that's why I put the Australian comedy show on because, you know, we get to get together and we get to perform for a mostly Australian audience, which is cool because you get that shorthand, you know, you can talk about the indigenous population of Australia in some depth and the audience will understand it. You can Everybody has their little thing about accents and the crowd get right around that. You can have your little differences between the UK and Australia and everyone enjoys that. And it's just, it's comfortable, man. I got to say, I never thought, like, I never thought I'd want to create an Irish pub. You know, like the Irish pub to me is like the, the, the like epitome of we went to this new place. We do like it. But every now and again, we just like to go somewhere comfortable and have that have that home homely feeling like that comfortable feeling like you know what you're going to get you know what you're going to expect which is the irish pub man the irish pub is the same wherever you go in the world i have never i have never been to an irish pub that is different i've been to an irish pub in like germany where you know it's just the same thing it's the same thing it's just a few expats the food is rubbish the beers are slightly overpriced but it's familiar. And that's what we got the Australian comedy show happening. It's been fun, man. It's been fun watching people come out and just kind of being like, yeah, God, we do we do want to hear this accent, even though we've come a long way away to avoid it. We still want to get around it. But yeah, that was a good show last night. The next one uh, is November, what is it? November 4th, November 4th. I'm going to be back in Australia at that time, but the show goes on. Another great lineup, some good Australian comedians at the Backyard Comedy Club, November 4th. But I'll be back in Australia. And obviously, I'm getting pretty excited about that. 
because it's starting to turn here. The weather's starting to turn. We had that first proper rainy day on the weekend where it's just all day and it's just gray. That's the one That's the one thing. Like in Australia, like I feel like the, the rain's kind of got a little bit of a an entertaining aspect to it, you know, because like it could be like way too much rain and like it kind of like really pelts down and then like stops and, you know, it's got, it's got a kind of little mystery to it. Whereas here, like London can just turn it on for a day. It's just rain and gray from top to bottom. Like it's the most consistent weather across a 24-hour period you've ever seen. It's just like, just that just, be- that, just that just beautifully muted gray. It's not even like a particularly dark gray or a particularly warm gray or like, you know, like the, the, the gray is like in all different gradients and it looks like something might be happening. Nah, it's just bang. This is the weather for the day. You can choose to accept it or you can stay home. And I got to say, I haven't been here long enough to deal with it. So I just stay home. I love it. I'm like, that's it. It's over. I'm not, I'm not putting any in any effort anymore. We are done. This day is a write-off. Let's start again tomorrow. Um, but good, good to have you guys back. Uh, this is this is a fun, a fun episode, man. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm getting to chat to Nigel, uh, Ng. His last name is Ng, and uh, he's, he's from Malaysia. I think his show in Edinburgh this year was called The Malaysian Sensation, and that was written on a poster somewhere, which I liked. Uh, but yeah, it's Ng, and as if you you know. If you don't know Asian surnames, NG is a common one, but I've definitely heard many different pronunciations of it. So I'm not confident. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in there probably with, probably with NG just to be like, look, I know how it's spelt. I'm going to let you tell me how it's said because I've heard at least three pronunciations on that name and I'm not going to assume nothing straight off the top. We're chatting to him, which is cool. Um, and yeah, like I, the one thing is I've been thinking about this, right? This is like the fourth episode. And I, I, you know, I address you, I address you as guys a lot as listeners, which, you know, like that's fine. But the your podcast, you've got to have, got to have a name for the people who listen. That's like an integral part, you know, like you, so you can refer to the, refer to you as a group, as fans, and you guys get to feel like you're part of it. Like, I don't know what to call it. Union Jackoff. It doesn't really lend itself to any nicknames like, like colonialists. That's a bit, that's a bit heavy. That's a bit in the past. Like expats, you know that's kind of that's kind of what this is for, to a degree. Like expats, but like in the country of origin, if that makes sense. I don't know. The best I got is jerk offs. If you guys, if you guys are cool with being called jerk offs, please, please tweet at me at Dan Muggleton. Uh, let me know that you're happy with that. The jerk offs. You be like, how you doing, jerk offs? That's how we can like kick off the episode. You know, you guys will be like, yeah, he's talking to us, jerk offs. That's us. That's totally us. We can do that. But if you've got anything better, please, please tweet at me as well. Yeah, or comment on the Facebook page, the Facebook page, the Union Jack Off with Daniel Muggleton. It's all there. Get in touch, man. Send us a message. Let us know what you think of the show. Let us know if you've got a good nickname for yourselves. I would appreciate that. Uh, and yeah, well, we can, we can use that moving forward, right? We can grow with this thing together. Uh, you know, we got, we got yeah, Ni- Nigel come from from Malaysia. That's good, right? We've had we've had some pretty some pretty standard Commonwealth countries so far, but I wanted to slip a nice nice little curveball in there. Malaysia, a country a lot of people wouldn't even associate with the Commonwealth, but there it is, man. Right next to right next to Singapore. 
Like, you know, this is this is another Commonwealth country. I'm curious to see what he thinks because he's been here a little bit longer than me. He's, a, he's a, another great comic who's doing, doing real well, uh, real busy. So I'm excited that he squeezed us in. Uh, but yeah, so I want to chat to him about that because, you know, like I think coming from Australia to England, you know, there's cricket, there's rugby, like, you know, there's all, all that stuff. Whereas Malaysia, like, I don't think they do cricket or rugby. I think they're into, into different, different games, probably, probably closer to the Asian side than the Commonwealth side. But like, you know, having been through Malaysia, like I went to Kuala Lumpur when I was like 19 for just a couple of nights, you know, pretty, pretty standard touristy stuff. But like walking around, it felt pretty familiar, you know, like there's a big kind of shopping center, the streets very kind of clean, like not that because I'd just been in Thailand, you know, it wasn't that kind of like street market, street stall kind of thing, like loud noises all the time. It was all, you know. Felt, felt pretty felt pretty normal, felt pretty familiar to me. So I'm curious to see what his thought coming over here, working over here, like his perception, just because like in Australia, if, you, if you're looking at like the biggest kind of immigrant group, like the biggest kind of groups in there, then you'd definitely be thinking like, you know, Asian as in kind of Chinese origin or like Korean, Japanese, Vietnamese, like those are the kind of big areas, but you're in the UK there's just not as many. Like it's uh, it's much more predominantly like Indian, Bangladeshi, Pakistani. So I'm like, how does how does he kind of fit into that? How does how does he enjoy living here? If he's got any plans to leave, because like Malaysia's got its little comedy scene going at the moment. Like there, it's kind of booming to a degree. So I'm just wondering if he goes back and he does things down there. So that's why I'm excited to have him on, man. It'll be an interesting perspective. But yeah, it's like it's you know it's coming. It's coming up to a year that I've been here. You know, we're getting, I think, I think this is what, 10 months now, almost 10 months. Um, and yeah, one of, the, one of the things that is bothering me is just like, I'm starting to get okay with like English standards of living, like especially in terms of food. You know, I remember before I came here, I was living in Sydney with uh, an English lady. My housemate was English and one time I just saw her eating dinner and that was uncooked uncooked bread so just like just straight bread out the out the loaf like not a just your standard supermarket bread and on that was just some cheese wasn't melted or anything like that and then she put pepper and tomato sauce on it and was just scoffing it down and i was like yeah i was like come on man this is this is unacceptable you gotta you gotta do something to that and she's like you'll you'll see when you go to the uk you'll understand that this constitutes a meal and she's fucking right (laughs) I got to say, like the, the longer you live here, the more it's just whatever's in the fridge, you just kind of assemble it and that's okay. Like I would, I reckon, I reckon I lived here for five years. I'd be okay serving that to someone if they came over. I just get them like grilled, grilled cheese, like not like a nice grilled cheese, like different types of cheeses, like some herbs or whatever with nice bread. Nut, just like you want the white loaf just with the plastic cheese right on top there baking. And it'll be fine. I'm worried about it, man. I'm about to, I'm about to go home though. So I got I got three weeks in Australia uh, at the end of this month, and I'm hoping that just kind of kicks me back into the thing. Like, no, 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 you deserve better. You know, get you can you can put multiple flavors on the same thing. You can you can add vegetables. Fruit shouldn't come fun size. That's one of the things here. They have like fun size apples. As in like just an apple that's like half the size of a regular apple. 
and they're kind of easier to buy than the full size Apple. And I'm like, I thought it was like the the soft drinks and like the the chocolate bars and stuff that are supposed to come fun size because they're not good for you. Not the fruit. I thought the fruit, if anything, we should make that bigger. So when you have that one piece of fruit, you really get a lot of you're a lot of bang for your buck, you know? I don't know. I'm concerned. I'm concerned that I'm just going to start eating beans from the tin. Just go full English. I don't know. That's okay. We're gonna we're gonna get. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep reporting back. I'm gonna make sure that I don't lose my Australian roots. That I keep respecting myself, <laughs> essentially, not just letting like the London grayness get you down. But uh, before that, I'm gonna talk to Nigel and G. Could be Ung, could be No, could go either way. But I'm gonna have a chat to him. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. You jerk offs, huh? Is it sticking yet? I don't know. We're going to get there. All right. Here is Nigel and J. We're going we're to kick things off. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's go. It's, it's happened. I know like all, all this lovely smooth conversation and now the pressure's on. Yeah. Yeah. All you, right. You're going to be able to get through it though? Like I, you, you, seem, you seem like someone who like functions well under pressure you know i don't i don't see you being flapped yeah i function well regardless i think regardless just in general sometimes life gives you like, like a job interview you got to be able to as an adult you got to be able to handle some pressure right but Otherwise, have you have you done jobs have yeah you, yeah what did what you still no not still it's still part-time yeah all right it's a I was job say, i kind of enjoy oh okay because i guess it's 3 p.m i was assuming not surely that's insane uh, take a lot of days off take a lot of days off <laughs> yeah. okay but okay you got yeah. you, what, what's your job what do you do uh work at i don't know if i can say this uh, i work at monzo it's a startup bank i know this i got yeah. a bloody monzo card in my uh, pocket right now yeah me too man you're, i'm a data scientist there you're you're sponsoring like pretty much every creative person who moves to london yeah they've all, they've yeah got the bright their orange credit history so bad they can't get a be- regular bank account Oh, dude, not even that. It's just like the address thing, and you gotta like go oh, in and all impression. that shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, you, you gotta what? You gotta have an address, and then to do that, you need like utility bills. Yeah. To get a utility bill, you gotta have an address. So yeah. it's like, how do you? It's like, how do we do this? How do we pay for the property before we have the address? Yeah. It's just like yeah. do the first month rent in cash. Yeah. And then get the utility bills, and then go to the bank and be like, look, I definitely live here. They're trying to take my money. I know. Yeah. It's, it's really annoying. But, but that's cool. When I came, Monzo wasn't even a thing, so I got to do HSBC and the, yeah, they just HSBC. <sighs> yeah, man. That's the thing. My my girlfriend did that because like you know there's HSBC in Australia, so you can kind of like apply there, and yeah. then like they kind of kickstart the process, and then you come here. Yeah. And it's just like. Man, fuck that! I'm getting a Monzo. Yeah, I, I don't believe I'm. I'm one of those like scared people too. I'm like, oh, my phone, really? Like, I didn't even have a passcode on my phone. You know, I got, <laughs> I got, I got no security, and I was just like, nah, Monzo is the only way. Monzo is the way I want to do this. Yeah, man. Fuck branches. Who needs branches? Yeah, well, yeah. but the other thing was, I got, I got paid, I got paid in a check last week. Okay. And I'm like, I don't even know what to do with that. And I went on the Monzo website. Which, they can handle. They can handle checks. Yeah, now. apparently I can drop it in in person. Yeah, I could yeah, just go into the yeah. Monzo office, which isn't far from me, and just be like, "Hey, can you give me money from for this weird piece of paper, please?" Yeah, the check. They can't do cash yet. They can't that, do cash. That's coming. That's, that's coming. Hopefully, that's, hopefully, is that is that the big scoop from this from this episode? Monzo well, will soon. Every have bank cash. needs to be able to accept cash, right? So I mean, not anymore. Like, really? That's the thing. Monzo works. Like, look. In fairness. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
Um, because you, you did Edinburgh Fringe Festival as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You know how you get your fat stack of cash mm-hmm. from the Edinburgh Fringe? Yeah, I've still got that sitting around. I don't know what to do with really? it. Really? Yeah. Well, HSBC, uh, Edinburgh, HSBC, they have a coin counting machine. They have a coin counting machine. This, yep. These are yep. my these are my notes. Really? Yeah. So it's, just it's in there. Yeah. Coin counting machine. Just deposit it to your bank account. Same day. What with notes as well? They do both. Yeah, they got cat like notes as well. Anything, yeah. but Fuck. coins also. Yeah. No one told me about this. I just mean, I mean, I, I just like it. Like every now and again, my girlfriend gives me shit about my my <laughs> income, and I'm just like, look at this fat stack of cash. <laughs> look at this wad. Just grab it to Sainsbury's and put in a self checkout. Yeah, you do. Oh man, I love. That's one of my favorite things during the fringe because you get all the change as well. Yeah. Just shopping and then paying entirely at the self checkout with just <laughs> tiny coins. Just watching everyone behind you go fucking crazy. Oh, I hate those people, man. Well, yeah, yeah, I know. That's the thing. I'm disrupting <laughs> people like you, people with jobs and shit. I'm like, nah, man, I'll take yeah. my time. Yeah, get your shit together and How turn th- them into like physical, no, digital money. Yeah. What are you doing? I mean, I, I like it. When yeah. the, f- the first year I paid like 120 pounds in pound coins for a train ticket. Because I was, I was so incensed by the cost of the train home. Because I booked on the day, I didn't know yet. Oh, yeah, you gotta... Like English, you, English trains, if you haven't been to the UK before, like three months before you get here, book your fucking train. All right, just book, yeah. book your train. Otherwise, you're going to get stung. Yep, 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 yep. They, they are taking you down. Three months before, you could have gone first class with 120 pounds. Exactly. You know, free dinner. T- two tickets. I've never gone first class. That's my dream. Another trick, if you go take it on a weekend, mm. first class upgrade, probably like 15 to 20 pounds. 15, 20 pounds? Yeah, Just if you take a train on a weekend, you get free water, free food, free breakfast. Really? So Only on weekends though. So you can like get, you reckon it's worth like the 15 pounds, you, you can eat 15 pounds worth of train food? Yeah, you probably still end up losing a bit of money, but you get like a seat, a big seat all to yourself, right? <laughs> you get people serving you with free sparkling water all the time and... Croissants, Spark- well, I like that you. I like that you mentioned the sparkling water because you know I'm a I'm a polite fellow. When someone comes here to have a chat uh-huh. on the podcast, and I was uh-huh. like, "What do you want?" And Nigel's like, "Fuck yeah, give me a sparkling water." Yeah, I think this is a common thread. It's great. Is this is my this favorite, your, man? Is it's, this your treat? No, this is like it's like soda, right? Yeah, it's like soda water. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's so like it's like it's like healthy soda. Healthy soda. Oh wait, yeah. is in like you you like the bubbles of soda. Yeah, the bubble, the, the sting. Sugar. Yeah, the sting. You gotta have the sting, man. <laughs> you can't <Dude>. just <laughs> the sting of soda. Have yeah. you like drunk alcohol before? That's what that's what the stings for. Like you know, you have like a whiskey where it's like ah. No, that's not a sting. Whiskey's nice. Whiskey's yeah. Nice. Sparkling water stings more than whiskey, man. <laughs> <laughs> I do not believe you at all but i like the confidence with which you said it you know? yeah i love whiskey this you love great. whiskey yeah. so you got the sparkling water when you gotta you know you want to sting you want to feel something you got the whiskey yeah sometimes you put the sparkling water in the whiskey make a highball a highball yeah, yeah. My, my mom drinks that that's like the only my mom barely drinks but when she drinks like scotch and soda i'm like yeah you're a, man you're in you're scotch a, and soda you're a strange human being <laughs> I don't know. It's a very middle class drink, man. Uh, scotch and soda? How yeah. dare you say that about my mom? She's upper middle. How, uh, but, how yeah. dare you? <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, she started upper middle. Now she's a nurse. And I think, I think nurse is technically working class, right? If you're a nurse, I think you've got to fall into that category. It depends, man. I, I think I don't know how the class system in like Australia is. What, what uh, I'm you, from Australia. Australia, right? yeah, yeah. I don't know how it works there. But here it's not really about the money, right? Yeah. Here it's more like a 
attitude towards life. <laughs> it's an know? attitude and who your parents are. It's yeah. one of those two things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Usually in conjunction. <laughs> yeah. What, what's it? What's it like? What we? Oh, I guess we should just say this is this is Nigel No. Nigel um, no um, Ong. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I was actually that's that's the first thing mm-hmm. that's written down on my sheet of paper, because because I'm an Australian person. I've actually met Asian people before, like in the UK. Like you know, some people probably haven't. In those yeah. like little towns like Wolverhampton, it's like what what's going on down oh there? Oh my god, they've never talked to some towns I do is like they've never talked to an Asian person without ordering something. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's they they're not used to it. The first few minutes they stare at me and they're you know, just that. uncertain. Yeah, you know? I mean, you know, there's not a lot of Asian people in a country. When I've been to Chinese joints here, where like the waitress is white, and I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, we just ran out. <laughs> it's not enough. Just like, wait, of the meal? No, 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 we got all the food, but uh, we just don't have any Chinese people to yeah. serve it. Um, sorry, it's not an authentic experience anymore. Yeah, um, oh, That's well, like that's in the trying. country, in Australia, that, that still happens. Like, oh, really? But only like way out. Like yeah, that's yeah, in like yeah, small yeah. country it's towns. Like even in like big country towns, there's like multiple restaurants and none of that like Chinese slash Vietnamese shit they're doing here. Oh, you know, it's like, I yeah, know. we're doing two completely different cuisines in the same Chinese restaurant. Chinese restaurant called Little Saigon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that, man. I've seen You've that. seen that? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Did, you just, did you just go in? It's like, I, don't, I want to speak to the manager <laughs> about this name. This is a joke. What are you nah, doing? I, oh, man. But wait, so yeah, from, you're from mm-hmm. Malaysia, yeah, which yeah. Commonwealth country, Yep. I think one of the sneaky ones, I think you'd have to, you'd have to call that a sneaky Commonwealth a country. sneaky Commonwealth country. As in most people wouldn't associate you with the, the fantastic British empire we all know and love. Really? Well, I, we grew up, well, I, I grew up there, we studied there, so that's drilled into us. So I, I don't know how, how it's perceived oh, like from the outside. The, in the schooling, it's like... Yeah, we got were, British rule until 1957, you know. Yeah, I got that, I got that written they, they down build, too. They built the, like, train tracks and got Chinese people in to do business and Indian people in to what, rubber plantation or something. Rubber, I, don't, I mean, I... Yeah, I don't it's know very racist rubber. now that, you know, if you take it out of context. <laughs> <laughs> I think in the context it was racist, but at the time it was just considered good business. Yeah, yeah. Which is, yeah. you know, that was, I think a lot of business back in the day was very racist. Oh, yeah. It was well, like, people who, don't know better, you know? Yeah, who are the, who are the, who's the group of people that are willing to work for cheap these days? Yeah, get them in. Yeah. Uh, I mean, kind of still up. happens, right? Oh, definitely, like any man. Any call center outsourcing operation. Absolutely. Right? Uh, you might hear a Swedish person on the neck <laughs> at the end of the line. You know. <laughs> so yeah, we outsourced to Sweden. That is very lovely. Yeah, even uh, if we call IKEA, I'm pretty sure it's not a Swedish person <laughs> answering. <laughs> do they? Is that the same here? Because like, I don't have. A, do you have a landline here? You don't really have landlines anymore. No, I don't have. Yeah. A landline. Do you, was it was it the no. same like in Malaysia? Back in the day, did they pretend to be from Malaysia? Because that's what they do in Australia. They're like, it's like an like an Indian dude, like for sure. But mm-hmm. they're like, no, my name's Steve from Melbourne. How's the how's the rain? And I'm oh, like, what? In, you mean like <laughs> when you call someone up? When they call you, like when when it's like the telemarketer or like oh. when it's like the call center, like they pretend they're like, no, 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 no. Like I'm in Melbourne Tele- right market. now. The weather's this temperature, and you're like, what? Wow. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I I never really got telemarketers calling me growing up. Yeah, that wasn't really a thing in Malaysia. No telemarketers. So, yeah. What? S- surprising, right? Why? You guys, you guys don't have, you know, charities or. I think we we we, the, we the run different service? scams, you know. <laughs> we <laughs> what, we had a lot on? of like we had a lot of like you know what do you call it? Uh, pyramid scheme, 
marketing people, sales uh, okay. people, that so kind of thing. So you got to get it on the bottom floor and yeah, give this yeah, money you got to okay. have connections, and you sell it to five people, and the five people sell it to five people. Do you, do you still get the like the other scams, like the the tax office, like someone pretending to be the tax office? I got that done to me, and I fell hook line really sinker yeah they told oh me i was getting God. arrested for tax evasion i was like holy shit oh uh, what do you do what did you, what did you give them i didn't give them anything that, okay. that was the weirdest bit because they didn't ask for any details yet they were just like there's gonna if you if we don't resolve this soon on monday there's gonna be someone coming to arrest you and it was just like it was so funny because you know when just someone nails your precise weakness with their like generic like kind of you know it's an open net right yeah. they're just calling everybody playing the same it's like a robotic voice it's yeah, this whole crazy yeah. thing and then like it was just that me i hadn't done my tax for like four years i'm a fucking comedian i don't i don't know what forms are for right <laughs> they're terrifying forms terrify me well this is where having a having a job helps man did, exactly did you, did you ever have a job never never okay never but i i didn't do comedy the whole time i never had like a job job uh, i um back in australia i used to run uh you know like pub trivia yeah yeah I used, yeah i used to run like it was a nationwide company. I used to run the bit in Sydney. So like it was only like the middle stuff that I had to handle. You know, I'd like, I'd find pubs, I'd sign them up. I'd do the tech stuff, okay. I'd train hosts, rec- recruit hosts, all that stuff. But like never anything with a form, you know, like I, I did the pure middle, like that proper, like what Karl Marx hated. It's like no work for maximum reward. I was doing that shit. <laughs> yeah. That, that, I think that's, that's lucky, man. You know, as as a foreign person, you got to handle forms, man. Otherwise, you'd be deported. Well, I mean, know? that dude, I, I perfect. Of course, I fucked up my visa coming here. Yeah, I to, yeah. I, I, I got to practice, man. I had a friend <laughs> who she accepted an unpaid internship in London. She's from America, right? Yeah. So because she's American, she never handled these like, immigration stuff before. So when she came to London, the immigration, uh, the passport control asked her, like, "What are you here for?" She said, "To work." Uh, big red flag right an and immigrant would know never say <laughs> even if you are to work just yeah if you're looking around you know seeing shit <laughs> regardless of the situation yeah don't I'm say to holiday. work yeah holiday man just going to see big ben and riding the fer- big ferris wheel you know that's just drilled into you young it's just uh, like well you you hear you hear these these horror stories man and then you just you know yeah oh for sure because yeah. like dude is it the same? Do you get the same? And then quote? she got deported. So that, she got deported. Yeah, yeah, back to, to America. But it was unpaid. You could be like, no, it's like it's unpaid. Like, or well, it still counts as work. being employed. I you guess know? like te- you're still technically taking a job from someone who's able to work here. Yeah, I, I think they're just being dicks, oh, man. That is being dicks. Yeah, I don't like that. I like I like the thing they do with comedy. Like when I used to come through here before I lived here, uh-huh. you'd be like, oh, I'm here for like the the Edinburgh Festival. We don't need any forms right great again they noticed comedians no forms okay just walk the fuck in right so they'd always be like oh you're here for the festival huh do you know jimmy carr and i'm like what and they're like yeah do you have you heard of jimmy carr and i'm like yeah and like what about what about and like some fucking old english comedian you haven't heard of like you know ken dodd and they're like and you're like nah sorry man i don't really know english comedy and they're like okay Welcome, welcome to the UK, sir. It's like, what if I didn't know Jimmy Carr, I wouldn't get in? Like, what the fuck? Deported. But they do it real real casual. Like, oh, I like comedy as well. Do you like, you know, it's like this real cheeky. Yeah. It's like, they're not going to ask you straight out. Whereas in America, it's like comedian. You're like, yeah. And they're like, good luck. Yeah. (laughs) just let you in. Oh my God. That was, um, yeah. I wonder what you have to say to get deported. I mean, I think I'm I'm here to work. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't give a shit about your stupid comedians. I'm doing my own shit. You yeah. Know? <laughs> it's like, what? You're, you yeah. guys aren't funny. That's why I'm here. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Do you know Jimmy Carr? No, but he should know me. That's what <laughs> is, you know. No, but he knows me. <laughs> like, get out of here. He's, yeah. very, he's very rude. We like him. No, I can't. I can't handle small talk with border patrol officers, man. You know, that's like. Imagine if you, like, having, having, it's like having a small talk with your prison guard. You know, yeah. he can he can do like crazy shit to you. I I just get nervous, man. I've been stopped at airports so many times now for random extra bag checks and bullshit. You probably yeah, get yeah. that. They pull me and and I have the visas and everything, man. Do you, do you reckon that's Extra because like Malaysia is a Muslim country, or like uh, yeah, it's probably a Muslim third world, well, developing, I guess. Yeah, yeah, developing uh, now, mate. Twenty eighteen. Yeah, I, I had to apply for. I remember one time I had to fly. We went on holiday to, to Cuba, and we had to transit <laughs> to through Canada. Yeah. And I had to apply for a transit visa, which I didn't know, just to transit through Toronto. Oh. Yeah. See, these, even, these are the things that I would not even... Yeah. My, my wife, she's German. She should just apply for an electronic one online. It gets yeah. approved in 20 minutes. Of course. Yeah. Mine, you have to go to the place, <laughs> scan your, your thumbs and... Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, want, yeah. I don't want to in live ca- in ca- Canada, In man. case you just work illegally in the airport before your flight. You yeah. Know? Like, well, what if this guy just gets a, a duty-free shop? <laughs> <laughs> Sell luggages to people. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> fuck, man. You just let them in for one second, know, and they're already taking our jobs. It's unbelievable. It's like your country's not that great, dude. You know, I have, <laughs> I have a life here, right? Yeah. So I'm not gonna give that up just because your duty free shop is amazing. You know. Yeah. Oh man, those like just those Chinese billionaires must just be like, what the fuck? You think I want to come here? Yeah. I yeah. am a king. <laughs> I'm a king in China. You think I give a shit about Canada? Yeah, it, it's yeah. These these little things that well, in my stand up, I try to talk about it in a way that white people understand. Thank you. You know we, what I mean? We appreciate because it as a group. It's just so <laughs> foreign to you guys. It's you know like there's this stuff. It's, it's like bubble tea, where it's you know it all the time. But white people are like, what the fuck is that? That's what like yeah. my visa is and it? passport control process. Is. I I got into bubble tea on like the yeah. ground floor. So I like. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I, I think the passport thing, I, I totally know what you mean because like I just don't think about it because my passport is kind of like damaged. Uh-huh. Like it's got like water damage. Oh my God. Are you I know, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's like, the privilege. First world <laughs> privilege, man. But this is this the thing. Shit, yeah. this, no, this is the privilege, right? That's like the base level privilege. <laughs> the actual privilege is now I get annoyed when uh-huh. they take longer. Because they're like, it doesn't scan. I'm like, yeah, it's water damage. It's been like that for ages. Just fucking let me through. Yeah. Like, that's my attitude. Whereas, like, anyone else would be like, yeah, sorry about the water damage. Oh, yeah. We oh, really- my God. <laughs> we would, we, uh, if it was water damage, if my passport were water damage, I would go to the con- Malaysian consulate immediately <laughs> to get a replacement. Like, my passport expires in June next year. Yeah. And in November, I'm probably going to go get a new one because I always want to have six months on it at least. And uh, mine's mine's expiring in January. You see, see this <laughs> and it's just like I'm like it's water damage. I'm I'm leaving the country in like a month, and I'm yeah. like that'll oh, be fine. Privilege is the 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 ability to not have to, not ability the the you know to you that you privilege gives you you know the to not it makes you not have to plan shit out, and it's nice. Yeah, you know it's it's it's, it's the gift of not worrying. Yeah, it's yeah. just like. It's like whatever happens, I can sort this out at the time. Yeah, things things will things will be all right, you know. But then, yeah, but then, thing. like you know, I get that. But like yeah. you know, I'm kind of hairy and like a little bit more brown than some white people, right? Yeah. And then I get my my girlfriend who's like 
the whitest person uh-huh. and like you know pretty and like with a smile so like then i see like her privilege oh yeah it's the next it's, next level it's man. just like she she can just kind of stand next to her bags at an airport and someone will walk along and be like where would you like me to carry these <laughs> like that's that's her level you know wow it's like that'd be nice a, there's an echelon man like yeah yeah what yeah why why dudes we're still we're still pretty much the top but you know yeah man we 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 got our problems. We're not getting there. We got crazy rich Asians now. You yeah. Know? Now now the stereotype is we're all rich. So. I know. Isn't that great? Because I, like, I I don't know, man. I, I was re- <laughs> I haven't seen the movie yet. I wanted to see it because like, I know That's Ronnie. I know Ronnie from oh, Australia, really? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays a small part in it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the movie itself, I'm, I'm not. I didn't really enjoy it. You know, it's yeah. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't about your, your. You didn't enjoy the crowning moment of your people. No, is that a crowning moment for our people? I thought Rush Absolutely Hour was Rush, Rush Hour, man. That was fucking no, like it was so good. We didn't even even have to say there was an Asian person in it. Yeah, that's how good it was. We don't care about the representation. Or, let's like, hey, this is just a good movie. Yeah, it's a fun movie. That that's the thing about like they're doing the the women movies now, where it's like <laughs> the, no, the the women movies. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Ghostbusters my, and yeah. My Oceans. girlfriend and I saw Ocean's Eight, yeah. right? And it was. <laughs> Sorry, like, I know this is, like, a very niche thing, but I just remember, like, in the cinema, because I'm an asshole. Like, uh-huh. I, I was watching the movie with my girlfriend. It's a bad movie. Even my girlfriend, who is a woman, yeah. said it was a bad movie at the time. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't, like, a gender thing. It was just, this is an objectively shit film, no matter what you've got between your legs, right? Uh-huh. And then the one thing was, I was like, Ocean's 8 out of 11, I'm like, that's pretty much... Like the wage gap. You ah, know? That's, that's like the funny. same ratio. That's really funny. It's just like they could only afford eight people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I looked at the budget and uh-huh. it's like literally the wage gap is the difference between the Ocean's 8 budget and the Ocean's 11 budget. And I'm like, that's fucking crazy. That is funny. That should be a bit, man. You that should be that. a bit? Nah, yeah. come on now. I don't, I don't do anything that's pro-women. <laughs> uh, no, but it's just, it's, it's funny. Like, yeah, crazy rich Asians. Like, do you, do you feel like people being like, Nige, Nige, man, you must love it. <laughs> must be so good. No, nobody's even watched it here. What? I went to a. a, a th- it's box office is doing really well in America because mm. there are a lot of Asian Americans, right? But here I went to Westfield, Shepherd's Bush, Sunday afternoon screening. Like it was 12 of us, 12 Asian people in there. That's it. <laughs> it was, yeah, I just think there's just Asians. not enough Asians here. Man, there aren't Asians here. I've found that weird coming from Australia where there's heaps of Asians. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's kind of. Yeah, it's very do you, few. Do you find it weird? Are you like, where? where is everybody? What's going on? Yeah, I find it weird. And then I go to Chinatown and I feel normal again. You know? <laughs> but it's I, I feel that there isn't as much like social justice type stuff here. You know what I mean? In, in America, especially if you're on Twitter, you see all these retweets oh, and about... Yeah. It's good and bad in a way, right? But here, there's, there's ra- rarely that. Well, there's, you know I think there's less people on Twitter here. Australia's even less. Like, Australia, fuck all people are on okay, Twitter. Maybe Whereas in the that. States, like, yeah. I, I swear someone told me it's like, you know, 300 million in the States, like 200 million are on Twitter. Oh, it's wow. It's like, whoa. Okay. Like, that's crazy. Whereas, like, Australia, there's like 25 million. I reckon there's like f- three on Twitter, maybe. Like, it's just not a thing. Yeah. And I think sometimes Asians, we, we tend to be, as a culture, sometimes a bit invisible, I find. We are all... People who are Asians, when I say Asians, I probably mean like East Asians, you know, Southeast Asians type people. Yeah. When we are here, we tend to be here because we went to uni here and then we got a white collar job and then we work in an office, you know. So it's, 
we don't hear much about them because when do you ever hear about like, the, the corporate world? You know what I mean? It's true. The corporate world just kind of sticks to itself. Yeah. And like, they don't really give a shit about anything apart from money. You yeah. Know? Like, it's, yeah. Not, it's not really... Well, they care about things. <laughs> they, they do care about stuff, man. Like, like airline miles and, <laughs> and uh, getting the next tier on your health insurance. They, you know, the corporate health... Oh, I remember when I was working at a corporate job. They Wait, gave what, you, was like, your, what was your corporate job? I used to work at Deloitte. Deloitte, like yeah, the bank. Yeah. No, it's not a bank. It's a f- professional what? services firm, financial slash consultancy slash accounting type thing. But, but anyway, it was so kind of like finance. Yeah, yeah, they do yeah. a lot of different things. Okay, They're so jack and many trades at Deloitte. Yeah, yeah, they would. So health insurance, you would get like an Apple Watch or something, and then if you hit your certain step goals, you get to the next tier, and the next tier will give you like free first class tickets to British Airways or. That what? Th- they, they talk like a about reward right. system yeah, within yeah. Deloitte, where they try to get you to like take the stairs more, and then you get a free train ride to Amsterdam on the Eurostar or something. <sighs> I'd be so good at that. I love taking the stairs. Fuck. I would totally just like game the system. Right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> you work. You're working in the financial sector. It's not about achieving the goal. It's about yeah. making people see that you've achieved the goal. But that's know? yeah, yeah. You, 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 yeah. You achieve your metric. Yeah. By all means. So that. They're not very visible. We it's less likely that we come here for the arts. You yeah. Know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, definitely like I mean, generally, like surely even people like us who are in the arts, yeah, we still came here for the financial side of the arts. You know? Like there's oh, totally, there's, yeah. there's like more money to be made in the UK than in Australia. And I assume Malaysia. I know Malaysia's oh, got a little bit of a scene now popping up, but yeah. not not anywhere near here. Yeah, right. well, I came here for the quality of life, also, you know, and so that's the thing in Australia. This is this is a step down in yeah. terms of quality of life. <laughs> it's an absolute backward step. Yeah, with yeah. their shitty produce. You want to be a starving artist in a place where you're surrounded by food. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want yeah. to be a starving artist because you have to. You know, you know what I mean. The quality of life is better here. Yeah, for for sure. So wait, when how long how long have you been UK? Like how when did when did you come? Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. Okay. Yeah. And then you, you said you came with your wife, who's German. Yeah, yeah. So what she? Where'd you guys meet? We met in Malaysia, actually. What she was working out there? Uh, she just did like this um exchange thing at a theater. I was uh, volunteering there to help out, putting up lights and stuff. So I just started talking, and then we both studied in America as well. Ah, yeah. So I, you went to I, school over there. Yeah, I went to school in America. I started comedy there in America, in, in Chicago. Wait, and you went to like Second City and shit? No, I just did stand up, man. I just, I went to a prop like. Oh, you, start, you started comedy there. Sorry, yeah, I thought you, I you studied comedy. No, I started comedy Isn't that there. the most insane... Sorry, like this yeah. is the most insane shit to me. Uh-huh. Like here, there's a degree in comedy. You can get a degree in comedy from a UK university. As an Australian person, I'm disgusted. Like that should not be a thing. Yeah, like, I don't think... Absolutely. What do you teach in there, you know? I don't know. It's just like this is how you get your Monzo account. <laughs> Edinburgh's got the coin counting machine. You're going to want that. And this yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Book your train tickets early. Yeah, you it's know? just like. And then just like a mega bus thing. You know, it's just like, just this is how you use the mega bus for maximum value. <laughs> You're going to want to get a seat towards the back, not at the front in case there's an accident, not in the middle because the bathroom's there. You want to go back, probably two thirds, because the back row will feature a family that talks the whole time. Every yeah. single time, that back row, man. It's brutal. Mega bus, man. Every comic has that horror story. Oh man, no! I I'm just I just live it. Like you know, it's just I'm just watching the same episode over and over. <laughs> but it, it's fine. Like I I don't really mind. But it's just like yeah. The one thing I can't get 
is like, I think white people have this sensibility of being on the phone that other people don't have. Like white people on the phone is generally like quite quiet. It's kind of like, sorry, I'm on a bus. Like that's like the start of the conversation. Yes. Yeah, Whereas other people are just like, <laughs> I'm on the phone. Yeah, that's a great observation. White people start, you know, sorry, I'm on a bus. That's other the... people, hey, I'm on the bus. What's up? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Man, so glad you called. I'm on this boring fucking bus. Yeah, yeah. Entertain I'm gonna, me. I'm going to yell at you in a language you're going to try and pick for the next half yeah. hour. <laughs> All the uh, white people they... on the bus are being like, what fucking language is that? I just, uh, fucking FaceTiming each other with hands uh, free on. Oh, my God. Dude, that's like, that's one of my favorite things like about like the cab because like the cab cabs in australia are mainly driven by like asian immigrants. Yeah. so talking like you know like east asian or like indian bangladeshi yeah Pakistani. So that's the thing i still don't know this is what i oh yeah i wanted to ask you this 100 percent. so in australia nigel ung uh-huh. you are an asian person yep, yep. you're from malaysia mm-hmm. the key's in the name asia <laughs> so okay yeah here when they say Asian, they basically mean Indian or Pakistani or Bangladeshi or Sri Lankan. Yeah, yeah. Yep. What do they call you? Man, sometimes they have to think, man. They have to give it a minute because I... It depends. I have a bit about that and I ask everywhere I go. Sometimes Chinese comes up a lot. Well, see, in Australia, a lot of people will call what they call Asian here Indian because yeah. it's just the bigger one. Yeah. Which is wrong, I think. I don't think you should say that. Like, not like it's offensive, but just like, I think it's inaccurate. Because in Australia, I'd say brown. I'd just say like, you're a brown person. And then there's Asians. And then there's black people. And that's kind of like the three. And South Americans, I don't even know. They're brown too. They're brown too, yeah. So I'd say brown for them as well. And then then when you get like Middle East and stuff, it's kind of tricky. But then you still probably call them brown. I'd probably go with, I'd probably go with, that's it. There's white, black, brown, Asian. That's my, that's my four. Yeah. Why not yellow? White, black. White, black, brown, yellow. Because you know? Asian people aren't yellow. That's the thing. I just brown yeah. people are brown people are brown. That's you know true. I mean? That's like, true. I don't know where this yellow thing came You've got from. A yellow shade to it, I guess. I've, I've never looked at an Asian <laughs> and been like, "That's a prime color right there." Yeah. Like that's that's insane. <laughs> like you know, we're sitting next to sunflowers. Yeah, like, that is not that is that is not tone. the skin tone. I just I just I don't get it. Like I really don't get that. Like. Cause yeah, I, and I'm just curious about over here. Cause like these, these are like yeah. Cause like mm-hmm. in Australia, you'd definitely be Asian. I assume Chinese is the other one. I was gonna say, is anyone calling you Oriental? Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Sometimes I get Oriental. That's so crazy. Yeah. Isn't that in Australia? That'd be like. It's very offensive. That yeah, that'd just be like everyone like what? Yeah. What like the fuck? that's not that's not even up to date racism. Yeah. That's like. <laughs> Dude, like we've 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 gone we've got better with the slurs, you know. That one's yeah. too many syllables. You don't want a three-syllable slur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, four. You can't yell that off a moving car. It's too many <laughs> syllables. Yeah, you only get to orient, and then <laughs> the cars <off. laughs> It's just like, yeah, I am from the orient, I guess. Yeah, yeah the What's orient. This guy's thing? Um, okay. Yeah, I, like my my joke about that is like when I fill out forms and I have to check Chinese because otherwise I'll have to check other. Ah, the other, and the that, other box, and and nobody wants to check that. You know, no, other like leftovers. Yeah, right, miscellaneous, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's like sorry, we didn't actually. You're not important enough to uh, be on yeah. the form. Ah, uh, sorry, man. <laughs> Asterisk. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. just like yeah, we haven't actually invented a word for that yet. We'll get we'll get back to you. Yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, okay. So that's that's interesting. So you studied mm. in the states. Where did you study? 
Northwestern, near Chicago. Near Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And you met your you met your lady in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. But then you both you met her in Malaysia, and then you both studied. Yeah, she was in San Fran, then New York. So we traveled to meet each other during the breaks. And oh man, that yeah. seems like proper romantic shit. Yeah, it was fun, man. Is she, what 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 kind of German is she? We're German. Hamburg. Hamburg North. Yeah. I think Very so. Very cool. Yeah, Hamburg yeah, right yeah, the top. Yeah. Don't man. I, I'm, a, I'm a white person. All right. We know, you, you know your geography. We know, my, we know, my, we know Germany. No, I, uh, <laughs> I, I, stu- I studied German at school because, okay. uh, you know, I look a bit ethnically ambiguous. So I was like, if I speak German, everyone's like, oh, he's white. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. that's not... That that's helps. Not. <laughs> Definitely helps. <laughs> if he speaks yeah. a European language for no reason, he must be a white person. Yeah. <laughs> um, he must be. What? Learning Chinese. That'd be useful. Now, nah, fuck that shit. Oh, uh, it's not easy, man. Learning Chinese as a white person. I've heard, I've heard Indonesian's real easy. Like that's like the easiest language to learn. I'm it's told. very similar to Malay, Malay, in really? Malaysian. Yeah, there's certain words that we do differently. We say it differently, but yeah, it's quite similar. Oh, okay, so well, Malay, Malay, Malay is easy. Malay is easy. Yeah, the pronunciation's very fixed. Okay, and it's letters, right? Right. So you don't have it's to not do characters. It. Yeah, it's like characters, a whole other still, level of hard. Do you still call it pinyin if it's Malay or Pin, no? no pinyin's of Mandarin. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Malay. It's just Malay. Yeah. Just Malay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And what, so did you, because you got, you got that, you got that accent, international school? No, no, I went to, I went to a vernacular, Chinese vernacular school. A Chinese vernacular school? Yeah, yeah, in Malaysia we have these things called, well, we have the, it's like private school, but not really, it's, you know, like the majority of them are Chinese Malaysians and they all, uh, we did like the government High, uh, high school syllabus so we also did some like Chinese and Taiwanese syllabus okay so we did like two things at once and yeah it, it's complicated but I, I grew up sp- speaking mostly Mandarin okay. but at home I would speak Mandarin and Chi- uh, Mandarin and English together it depends on what language I'm my parents started the conversation with alright but just they responded that language but they're both ethnically Chinese yeah yeah okay because yeah. like in Malaysia it's like Ethnic Chinese and then Malays, kind of Malays and, and then Indians. Yeah. 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 Okay, so it's kinda of like Singapore. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Similar similar thing. Is the is the ethnically Chinese the kind of upper class? Or does it swing? I think all race yeah, I guess if you're doing broad strokes, yeah. Yeah. we probably have the most money, I guess. <laughs> but you know, obviously, there are really rich Indian people. And really oh no, rich, of course, right? yeah, 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 but really, really broad strokes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, and then is it is it yeah? Because I just know in Singapore, I think it's kind of that way. Yeah, like yeah, it definitely it, skews that way. Yeah, Singapore more severely it skews that way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. And is there still much of like a British thing? You said like in the school, like it's all kind of rammed in. It's like mm-hmm. no, we're a former colony. We got our independence, but you know, is the queen on the money or any of that shit? No, no, queen's not on the money. Ah, yeah, we got, we got the queen on our money. Really? She's there. Oh, old, old QE too. That's She's why there. you get the get the two year visa. That's you know? it, buddy. <laughs> yeah, fuck. That's so funny that you don't get that visa. Like yeah. you just you got to get like a proper thing. And in Australia, it's like, no, <sighs> mate, come come back. Yeah, oh, <laughs> you're well. you're a bloody criminal. Come back in, <laughs> get involved again. Nah, it is what it is. Yeah, you know? but I mean, you're getting the you're getting the settlement thing. My thing doesn't contribute to a settlement thing at all. Like, yeah, what are you going to do if you want to stay here for longer than two years? I think I got to get the promising talent or whatever. Like, you know how... Uh, I, is I know hard to get? I don't know. Apparently not. Apparently, it's quite easy. I okay. assume, again, white person, quite easy. This is my... This is the assumption I start with. It's For me, it's probably easy. And then yeah, it'll well, gain difficulty over time. I don't know. I If it were easy... I would think I, I think I would have seen like a lot more shit Australian comics here, but 
I can't really think of any that, that most are pretty good. Well, I think you know? I think because see in Australia, right? There's like no comedy scene, uh-huh. really. Like there, there's like a little bit, but like there's no money, so you can't really do it professionally. Mm. So if you do comedy, you kind of want to. You know what I mean? You know how yeah. here like some people just do it because like it's like a means to an end and like some kind of like they want to write or do like acting or something. Uh, so you have these like weird kind of insertions into the comedy scene. Yeah, Whereas in Australia, yeah, yeah. it's just like you just do it for the reason that you want to do it. Like there's no, there's no end goal, you know? So I think when we come over here, it's kind of like, yeah, we've kind of done that for a while and now we need some money. <laughs> so we come here. So nice. we've got to be good, you know? Like it's, it's just one of those things where like, It'd be weird. I know a couple of people that came over here and started and I'm like, that blows my mind. It's like, man, you got, you got this whole country where you can just do shit. Yeah, yeah. And get better and then come here. Man. I was you know. really happy that I got that chance to be anonymous and get better in Chicago. Yeah, so you yeah, come yeah. Here, you hit the ground running, you know? Oh, man. And Chicago is such a beautiful kind of scene as well. There's like plenty oh, it's going great. on. Yeah. I highly recommend anyone who's starting out to, you know, <laughs> hang around there for a year or two, you know? Where, so when were you in Chicago? 2010 to 2015. Well, I went to uni near Chicago, but we just take the, the we call it the L, the, the tube yeah, yeah, there yeah. down to the city. Right. It's a 45 minute train ride, and then I just do open mics. So what were you, shows. Was this was this in the in the heady days of Hannibal, or was that? It was after, after you left. Hannibal, was, yeah. Hannibal what, was. What big. about like um, Kenny DeForest? Yeah, yeah. Little I'll Miles briefly, Clark Jones. I was still open micing at that point, but they were uh, like already okay. the stalwarts of the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. No, yeah, because Chicago is fucking batted above its weight. It's produced heaps of people. Yeah, man, it's a great place to get good. Like I John think. Mulaney, one of the biggest in the world, oh, straight out of Chicago. Pete Holmes. Yeah. Kyle Kinane. Yeah, TJ yeah. Miller as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the, the semi-controversial TJ Miller. Yep. <laughs> Drew Michael just got an HBO special. Oh, yeah, he's Chicago right? as well. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So did you know them like back in the day? I met them and shook hands with them at their shows. I was still an open micer at that point, so they probably won't know who I am. Yeah, that's fair yeah, enough. Yeah. No, but it's just like, it must have been cool to kind of start with like, start with people who were excellent and then you can be like, oh, yeah, fuck, you can totally do this. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, yeah. then they get success and you're like, fuck, I could, I could get success. Yeah, I've sh- hope, I've shook, I've hope. shook their hands. <laughs> you know, this is good stuff. So you, did you start doing comedy in 2010? So you've been going a while. 20, 2011, 2011 I started. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm a slow learner, man. And I always had, I never like have, I have not, even now I'm not like full time committed to it. Yeah. But I'm also a very slow, like, wow, so shit. In the first four years, really, to oh, dude, you got to be a shit. slow learner. But yeah, you're, but you're like you're like young though, twenty seven. Yeah, that's young. I'm twenty nine. I'm that's, old. Yeah, old only two dirt. years older. Yeah, but yeah. look at you. You seem like a man. You can fill out forms. <laughs> you work for the place that keeps my money. You yeah, know? This, these are all adult Th- things. Those things are easy though. Those <laughs> have a very concrete end goal. You fill out a form. There's a very concrete. Okay, you finished this task. Check oh. it off. Comedy is never ending. See, but this is this is this kind of logic shit that I just can't, you know, because uh, you're absolutely yeah. right. You're absolutely right. But I'm like, but I have to fill out the form. Uh, Whereas yeah. comedy, see, the thing is, right, mm-hmm. the you know, the great thing with like, something like comedy is like, say it's like a form, you can half fill it out, but you can hand it to the person who needs the form in such a way that it seems filled out and she stamps it anyway. <laughs> Yeah. And people are like, fuck, that form was half filled out, but it looked so filled out. Oh my God. We should give him no, the thing anyway. Yeah. Whereas like with forms, <laughs> you've got to fill it out probably. They don't give a fuck how charismatic you are. They don't give a fuck if you're tall, you know? Yeah. You can't trick them. I think it's, uh, I think it's part of the culture. In, in Asia, we like our, I grew up very like, 
I was good at math and science and all the very concrete logical things, rigid yeah. things. But then, but then you've ended up in comedy in a completely yeah. non-Asian country. Yeah, I also have that little creative streak. <laughs> little creative you know? streak. So just I a little try one. to mesh them. Just a little little boy, just to the side. Yeah, and to be honest, yeah, my creative streak is yeah, I would say it's a little because you see the very creative and unique and innovative things people do here with comedy, mm. and my stuff just feels formulaic. Nah. Well, because I'm just. You know, I'm I'm not absurd and out there. I just talk about my life, and, you know. <laughs> Man, I was I was thinking about this the other day, and like I totally know what you mean. I, I think I'm the same. Like you see these people coming up with this stuff, and like I don't know what to say for you, but like when you when you do you dream at night, do you remember your dreams? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes are they always like rooted in reality? Oh uh, yeah, most of the time. Yeah. Man, yeah. me too. Like, I was thinking about this. Like those people that have like the crazy shit and the absurd stuff. They must have those proper dreams, you know, where it's like a dragon and like, yeah. you know, some crazy shit and you're like going through the space time continuum. Yeah. Whereas like all my dreams must, I think they're probably like yours. They're all nonfiction dreams. Yeah. They're all like dreams where I, you know, I'm doing something normal, but I just forgot something. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh man, it was the craziest dream. I forgot that I had to be somewhere. So yeah. I was running late and texting a guy. Yeah. And then I bumped into someone I know. <laughs> and you're like, what was, and that was it? That's it. Yeah. I, yeah. I had a friend who's like all his dreams were like waiting for something to happen like he'd be like about to buy Fucking like he's like waiting for godot his dreams yeah, just like waiting to buy a hoodie or just like you know just like waiting for the bus and so then he'd always wake Man. up before the thing happened like his whole dream was just in line wow isn't that amazing i would nah. love i would love the simplicity of that just yeah like, uh, but yeah I, I, I find that funny because like yeah i mean i think i think that's in a i think australia I wouldn't say like it's like an Asian influence at all, but it's like just the idea of creativity in Australia is so absurd. Like where we're like you go to uni to learn how to do your job, you do your job, you buy a house, uh-huh. hopefully during your lifetime your team wins a premiership and then you die. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. It's got it's got it's got a working class attitude, you know, cuz we're, you know, convicts done good. Like that's that's the thing. Yeah, and it works for a lot of people and it, it's sometimes it's nice to have a path to follow. Oh dude. You know? be, can you imagine like that's the thing. I I'd love I'd love there to be not like a form to fill out for comedy, but just like just like a thing, just like a kind of checklist. It's yeah. Like, You've done this yet? Cool. Alright, this is the next thing you gotta do. It's yeah, like, oh cool. That's okay. why I, I love those like like Asian RPG games. It's very linear. <laughs> you level up at this level, you gain the skill. At this level, you gain the skill. That sounds like life in Australia. Pretty it, much, it's yeah. It's nice, you know? And then you play these... I never go into the Western style like RPG uh, games where you just you just walk around the map. What are you doing? Yeah, it's just like, hey, Give do you want to... Give me a wanna... goal and objective. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> hey, do you want to play the violin for a bit? It's like, yeah, it sounds great. It's open, too open-ended for me, man. Yeah, you, so, want, you want an end goal. You want like Diablo as like a... No, I'm thinking like that? Final Fantasy. Oh, right. So it's just like... Just not, go. not the newest one, but like the old ones where you just walk around the world, you, you know, you level up. But Pokemon, it's a great example. Exactly, yeah. You know what level you're going to evolve into a Charmeleon or something. <laughs> you just level 16. Fuck yeah. How was your day? Yeah. It was a fucking good day. I evolved into a Charmeleon. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I nailed it. That's so good. No, but, I, I dig that. Yeah, I dig some structure in my life, man. Well, that that, really... That's why you got that part-time. You got a little part-time, part-time job. Yeah, it makes me really happy. I actually like... If I if I have nothing to do, it just makes me really miserable. Just you need something. Yeah, if all I have to do that day is to get to a gig, <laughs> like, what am I gonna fill my time with? You know, this, you know, you can go on a podcast. That's one of the yeah, options. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it's fine. This is it's nice to have these things punctuating the regular structure. Yeah, but I can't. I, I still need that scaffolding. No, I like that. I think that's I think that's fair. And yeah, then, you know, there was it. 
so did you kind of have that job lined up or did you come here with your wife and then oh i just came here and tried to find something here try to find something here i think i'm just very good at interviewing you're very good at interviewing that's yeah. like your strong suit yeah i i used to work at a call center you used to work at so a call center I'm, you said there was no bloody calls in malaysia was this not in, no, malaysia? No, in america in america, oh, okay. in america. right right so so I worked at the call center for four years. I got to be a supervisor there. I, I, I got really good at it. I, I'm, I'm a smooth operator, man. And even now, if you call me... A smooth operator? Is that... Was that yeah. <laughs> just a pun creeping in? Oh, no. I'm a call center. I'm a smooth a operator. Pun. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But if you even if you talk to me on the phone now, you know millennials have that stereotype about re- being really afraid of calling somebody? Yeah, yeah. You're not... I'm the opposite. You call, ruthless. I call people, hey, how's it going? This, uh, my name is Nigel and I'm looking for this, you know, who, yeah. for this guy. Yeah, very, very smooth. Very smooth. Oh, I'm great at leaving voicemails, man. <laughs> That's Fuck, I'm fucking amazing. That's a skill I have. Yeah. Well, how, how long is your, is your general voicemail? Is it, do you reckon there's a time? No, like it's an just... optimum voicemail? The optimum the optim voicemail, yeah. Boil down what you want into one sentence. Yeah. Say, say who you are. Say what you want. Yeah. And repeat your number twice. At repeat the, end. the number twice. Yeah. I, I think that's because good. the first time you say your number, they're probably looking for a pen. Yeah, and right? the second time. And then yeah, so say, Mate. "Hello, this is Nigel and calling. I just returning your call on be- on the this thing that we just discussed earlier. So yeah, give me a call back when you can. My number is again. That's I kind of stumbled there, but Mate, you're saying you you're know. so good at these voicemails and you're stumbling on your yeah, number. What's yeah. going on? Is that, is, that your, number, is that your man. actual number? Yeah, bleep oh, that out, man. Um, bleep that out, man. Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just going to leave it in. You're just going to get these weird voicemails. Just being like, hey, is this a good voicemail? My name is Daniel Muggleton. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if it's a good voicemail, please call me back on... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, man. that's that's. I like that. I like that you did the call center for you. That was like the one... I worked in bars, you know? I didn't want to... The call center seemed scary to me. That's yeah, like, you, you learn how to handle rejection Yeah. over and over again. And that's obviously now just pave the way for your comedy career, right? It's like, man, yeah, you, can't, you can't reject me. I'll leave you a thousand fucking voicemails. You can't reject me. I've been rejected millions <laughs> of times, you know? And this is nothing. I think I would say it hurts less. Hurts. I, I don't know. I, I, obviously, I can't have insight into other people's psyche, right? But <laughs> I've been described as tough, very tough mentally. And right. maybe, I think maybe it just hurts less just only because I've had practice of just getting shit on right. for years. Well, do, you, do you think the mental toughness comes from the call center or like, did you have some sports stuff when you were a kid as well? I always think the sports is like a good, a good, like, this is how, this is how to handle something. Like, you know, when yeah, you... Yeah, maybe it helps. I never done a lot of sports when I was a kid. No, not a sports thing? Yeah. What was What was your thing growing up? Was it academics? Your academic academics, guy? man, yeah. Powerhouse? I was pretty good. Pretty good? A class of... I was a valedictorian. That's, that's in like... You had the best grades of your whole grade. And there were 700 people. 700 wow. Asians. 700 Asians? Yeah. Mate. Who, who all valued education. Who were, you know... And Wait, a valedictorian in Malaysia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah ah, yeah. so you guys have... We don't have valedictorian in Australia. We have ducks. We still go with ducks. Ducks? The ducks. Yeah, same thing. You yeah, know? yeah. But no, like, yeah. It's, it's just funny. Like, there's little... Those little gaps, like you know, Australia's like, no, we'll use the Latin. Yeah. Whereas Malaysia's like, we'll use the fucking American thing. You idiots. No, we didn't. I I just call it valedictorian. Oh, now. okay. I, I don't see call it. We just call it the 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 first guy. The first, you're number one. We rank people, man. And then what, it's like on the wall. It's somewhere. We rank out of uh, five hundred people. The first fifty will go into the first class. The second fifty will go into the second class. Oh, yeah. but like, did you? 
at the end of school when you were like number one. End of every school year, yeah. Was there like just this list and like it's just uh, Nigel Long like number one? No, they one? don't post it on on the school grounds, but you can find uh, it if you wanted to. Right. I thought I thought it was like somewhere. on the thing, and like you know, it's like in those American movies, like everyone runs up to see if they've made the team. It's just like all these Malaysian kids running up, like who's number one? Fuck, it's Nigel. Yeah, Nigel, yeah, dude, no, you're number one. No, no, it's not like a Premier League table or something. <laughs> Yeah, that would be fucking. And I would amazing. argue that good and bad parts to that kind of ranking system. One, the good part is you never get bullied. That's the, all the smart people are in the same class. You know, ah. there's no like big bully like sports guy. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're just like you guys are like fuck it. We're just being smart over here. You guys can do all your bullying with the other dumb cunts. Yeah, down the end. yeah. But the, I mean, I guess the shit part is you're those children feel like they're being judged you know teenagers feel like they're being being judged maybe it's a bit harsh I don't know I mean but look they're gonna be judged every day for the rest of their fucking lives so yep yep we get, learned that early get used to it dummies <laughs> I mean I was gonna say I thought you'd be like one of the good parts is when you're number one on the list it feels fucking great uh, but the, yeah, one of the bad parts is like when you're too. number two the next year not so good yeah or when you have that drop sometimes you have that drop and you, you just feel like shit you know oh man yeah so, so wait you, you've gone from the academics and then did you study like business or like finance in uh, chicago i did engineering and philosophy engineering and philosophy yeah, yeah. now that that's a that's, that's a, the creative streak right there no other engineer did that philosophy done that, done that. yeah 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 you just wanted that little philosophy just to creep into your life and just keep keep your mind open yeah 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 I think and that, philosophy that's is like the most rigid of the liberal arts you know what i mean it's Ooh. very logical it's very like that's prove a, a point but did, type you, thing. did you do logic or did you do like ethics or like a little bit of both but when you both. write papers on that you still have to like you argue to, your position right yeah no of course like your philosophy paper like you state your position then you argue it then you conclude by just being like this yeah. is why so it's the most I did philosophy too yeah oh, really yeah man yeah it's not like English where anything I took an art history class like really everything's <laughs> correct <laughs> <You know? laughs> that like that for me is just like the condensation of like every Asian stereotype. Just being like, everything can't be correct. I need my fucking ranking. All right. This is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm trying to get rid of that. Like, you know, I, I need to be more, have more gray areas in my life. No, I mean, I think there's, it's good for both. You know, I think, I think there's, there's value in both. Everything can't be correct, but not like it shouldn't just be the thing on the wall. You know, it's, it's all about that little median. That's why I think yeah. comedy is kind of nice because like, yeah, there is kind of competition, I guess, for spots, but like there's also, it doesn't really matter. Like there are the, you know, there's people you've never heard of in your life uh-huh. and they're just so famous because like, yeah, no, this, this guy, yeah, he does, he does this stuff on Instagram. Oh, you've never seen yeah. him in a club. He's funny as fuck. He just does his own thing. He's got his own audience. Yeah, I love those people. He doesn't man. even know it's... that there are the things happening. And that's great. You found a niche. Yeah, and you're just doing that and everyone's enjoying it and that's it. Like, yeah. who, who cares about anything apart from that? I love to be that. Love to know? be that? I know. We're just grinding out. Well, like, wait, so you got here three years ago mm-hmm. and you're still working part-time, but you're, you're working comedy, like, a lot, right? You're still yeah, in that Yeah, yeah, four or five time, time, nights a week, man. Yeah, you're, you're making making bank off that or is it mainly the other job? I make I make, I make money from comedy, but... Uh, it'll be at the level of money I'm making and how I'm, well, I always travel by train. So if, <laughs> so if I went comedy full time now, I would have to, I could barely scrape by if I right. like, started taking all the mega buses and I love eating out at restaurants. I'll have to cut that. I probably have to, you know, 
cut back on the fitness first membership that I had. Right, right, right. Okay, so like, just like, you just got to take your life down like a notch. Yeah, you know? It's just yeah. like, look, I could do comedy the whole time, but I have to kind of bring it down like probably two notches yeah. in terms of lifestyle. And, and the way... for the better lifestyle, so fuck Yeah, that. exactly. And, you know, yeah. as an, as a, especially as an immigrant, like, you don't, you, don't, you don't go to a foreign country to be poor, you know? I'll be poor back home. <laughs> that, that's what I, I it's always way, think. way better to be poor back home. Yeah, my parents are there. Yeah, exactly. Right? And then, you know, this, my, all my, a lot of my friends, high school people are there, you know? So if I want to be poor, I'll be poor back home. Yeah, it's, it's funny because, like, in my head, like, my first instinct would be like, you know, be poor in, like, the country with, like, the biggest safety net. Like, Australia's ah. a great place to be poor, you know? Like America, great uh, shit place yeah, to, shit be place to be poor. They're yeah. just gonna step on you. Here, I think it's probably a little, little bit of a medium. Yeah, I think Canada's I think so. probably another great place to be poor. You know, they've they've got a, they've got a few enough people to. Oh, just move to Sweden or something. Sweden, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Where it's just like a living wage. It's just like, what do I get this for? For being alive. Congratulations. Yeah. Get back out there. <laughs> you know, it's crazy shit. But yeah. yeah, I mean, but yeah, just like obviously with you, it's just like, yeah, why would I? I'd be poor back home. I'm like, I'm the total same. If I wanted to be poor, I'm going straight to Sydney because you can be poor in the sun yeah yeah very different yeah it's nice to be poor in the sun being poor in the cold <laughs> fuck that man like yeah but yeah. so i mean what what did you find because i guess you you like had an interesting one because like you started in malaysia and then you got to like the u.s which is like culturally you know just everything's going on especially a place like chicago yeah like there's just so much of everything and then you've come across here is it is it weirder now going back to malaysia or is it still like comfortable it's always been like, weird going back to malaysia after you live in such a different place for a long time yeah where are you right? from in malaysia kl I, Kuala capital, Lumpur. Kuala yeah, Lumpur. Capital. I've, been, I've been there yeah it's nice right for like two days yeah it was it, it was just like because i've just been in like thailand and stuff and you get to like kuala lumpur and it's like this is very normal there's like just a bit it's a big city well you, know? you, you probably only went to the you know the more explored areas of KL. Oh, of course, yeah, just like yeah. the touristy bits. But just like, yeah, it's just like, you know, you could have told me it was like Adelaide in Australia and I would have been like, yeah, fair enough. It's like a big shopping center. There's like some stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't really like have that, you know, Thai thing where there's like a bunch of people on scooters like yelling oh, yeah, at you. Yeah, yeah, Malaysia, we don't really have the, the tuk-tuks and the scooters. Yeah, exactly. It's just yeah. like, no, it's just like... It's, it's a it's, bit too developed now. Yeah, it's just like, it's funny. It's just that, like that, in my head, it's like just that little bit of that British influence. You know what I mean? It's like, no, we don't need all the bikes and shit. Like, come on, we're, we're fine. Let's get the cars in there. Do you guys drive on the left or the right? Same same as here. Left. So left, yeah. Ah, yeah. cheeky. Is Singapore that as well? Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, every time I go back, yeah, we don't have the tuk-tuks or the scooters. And I actually find those weird. I find that if I go to Bangkok and I see all those, I feel like a tourist there. <laughs> you know, but when I go to Malaysia, yeah, I, I live, I go, go to like a hawker center where like, they have like street food everywhere. And yeah, get around that. It's just nice. I miss that a lot. Yeah. Well, actually, and, are you religious at all? No, no. I know I, I know a few people, I know it's like a weird thing. I know a few people from Malaysia who are very Christian. Like... Yeah, we have a, yeah, yeah. We, we have super Christian people there. Uh, yeah, uh, super Muslim Islamic Islamic people there. You know. Yeah, no, uh, I, had, I had like a weird thing. I'm like, maybe there's like a bit of a movement there, like because like like Hillsong kind of evangelical Christian. I'm talking. Oh, is there I, is there I, much I, of that? No, I I don't I don't know. I yeah, I know no. there is like very devout Christians. I just don't know the specifics. Yeah, that's that's chill. No. Yeah. And every time I I heard this really good saying recently, but what what is uh, let me let me 
what is what is patriotism but the food you ate as a child? And that really resonated with uh, me. Ah, you know? that's interesting. Yeah, that's a good point. Hey. And it's a saying by a Chinese person where right. in, in Asia, I think food plays a bigger part in life and culture and so, your social life than it does in a Western country. Yeah. So I miss the food a lot. And I, I think... Well, I here it's a fucking desert when it comes to good Asian food. It is tough, man. Uh, Lon- London's great. What? London's great. We can go Dude. get some... Seriously, we can go some stuff later if you want. Yeah, yeah, I need to get sure. dinner before the gig anyway. Yeah, great. I'm yeah. down for that. No, dude, I've been struggling because like, obviously Sydney is like, there's whatever you want, oh, wherever. It's so cheap. It's I'll, great. I'll bring you to my favorite udon place. Favorite udon place. Yeah. See, right. I can say favorite udon place. That's how specific I can get. In yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I want. That's the shit I want to hear. Another yeah. thing is like, yeah, man, we got this, we got this real good Japanese Ugh, uh, egg, egg noodle place. Yeah, it's just like yeah, man. It's like it's like pad thai, but you can also get sushi, and it's like get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> yeah, like, that is ridiculous. Well, to be fair, we do the same to Western food. Oh yeah, you guys. We got mash, like a hawker stall called literally Western food. You get burgers, spaghetti. Yes, you know I love that, that kind of thing. We Dude. do that everywhere, man. It's just uh, uh, an unfamiliarity with someone's culture, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just like we just mash it all together, and yeah. then like because that's the thing you want to. <laughs> You want to point at the things you've seen them eat, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. That's, that's the thing with like spaghetti and burgers. Like I've seen white people eating that shit. Yeah, give me one. <laughs> give me one of those, man. That's the that's the game. Yeah, yeah. So I don't I don't mind how that people treat it like that here. Yeah, I, I do talk about it. You do talk about it's it. It's very funny as, to me. As you as you should. And like, do you have you done gigs back in Malaysia much? A few when I just went only when I started out though I was really shit back there. Yeah. Yeah, but now when I go back, I'll try to get, I might get something. I'm going back next, in, in two weeks actually, in October for my mom's birthday. Oh. Uh, but I might try to get a gig or two. If not, I just want to hang out with my parents, man. Hang yeah. out with family. But do you like, do you have any like compulsion to do gigs in Malaysia? Like or to do well in Malaysia? No, nah. not really. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not really. I just want to, I just want to spend more time with my family, man. Because we have this Asian parent thing of like, like if you say... I don't know. I don't know if this will apply to my parents because I never really had this conversation with them. But a lot of my friends' parents, they would not tell their children if they have anything happen to them. Like I just had a friend whose mom just passed away, and she kept that the fact that she had like brain cancer from her daughter. The daughter's here in the UK until like she was admitted to hospital, and then her dad, the dad, had to call her. You know, come come back now. So what? Why would you? It's a very Asian parent thing. Like you don't want to trouble your kids. You know, but like, surely that did, did she get? Did she have enough time to like get back? Yeah, and be yeah, like, briefly, yeah. and then, but you know, yeah, it's just not a good, good. <laughs> I, I, I don't agree. I, I don't like that. But I don't know if my parents are those people because my mom moans a lot, so I, I don't right. think she is. But like, she no moans way. about the small things, right? So I don't know. I need to like kind of dig out to see everything good, the doctor stuff, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just be like, hey, let's go on a nice little family trip to yeah, the doctor. Let's go, We're gonna do a let's full go physical. jogging if you can do that. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I yeah. just want all the test results sent to me. Yep, in London. Yeah. Uh, that's what I want. I just want to make sure that you guys are sweet. Yeah, I'm yeah. Show them to one of those NHS doctors and they're going to be like, you're fine. Just throw it out without even looking at it. Man, yeah. that drives me crazy. Like Australia's got, in terms of healthcare, mm-hmm. we've got not many people, shitloads of doctors. It's all free. It's a great time. Oh, that's Whereas, great. Like, I, Your mom would probably tell you, right? If something, yeah. you know, if she has oh, she, a severe condition or something. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. My mom would be like, any excuse to get me home. <laughs> She's like, yeah, my, my stomach's not very good. I think she'd come back just to, just to feel. Yeah. Just I, to I, I feel like that's going to be something I eventually talk about on stage. But, you know, I don't know how you write, but I write by if I have a thought that, 
pops into my head more mm. than once, that's like a cursor to be like, okay, I probably want to talk about that. Probably so, need to mention that. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing I've been, I've been thinking about. I haven't had a joke about that yet, but I need to think about how to talk about how secretive my parents are sometimes, you know? Oh, yeah. I think that's... any Anything about the parents, everyone's got like a little relation. Like my, my, my dad's like, it's not about his health. It's about like the family. Like uh-huh. he, he was... He's a twin and his twin sister's a lesbian. Uh-huh. And I found that out three years ago. Like okay. 26 years of my life. I've met her several times. He's never like, that's my twin. He's like, that's my sister Loretta. And I'm like... And then he's just, that just came out late. He's like, oh, yeah, was she with a girlfriend? And I'm like, what? It's like, yeah, Loretta's my twin. She's a lesbian. I was like, you didn't think to bring this up at any point that you've got a twin? <laughs> like, I mean, the lesbian thing, take it or leave it. But like the twin thing, surely that's something yeah. you should bring up occasionally. Huh. It's just, just slipped his mind. It's just the thing. Yeah. It's just like, he's like, oh, yeah, it's not important. And I'm like, but what? And like, yeah, just like about his family. Like he was like one of eight Catholics, yeah. pumping them out. Um, <laughs> but like five of them died. I didn't find that out for ages either. Like, as in like, sorry, like there was yeah. 13 and then like eight survived. Like five kind of died early on. These <laughs> like the old days, man. It's like, yeah, this is when, this is when white people used to do that shit as well. You know, oh like there was like back in the day where it's just yeah. like, nah, we, we work for the railroad, pump them out, pump them out. Like, Why? Because like nutrition and healthcare. Yeah, yeah, stuff? all that shit. That's the thing. Australia, like I think my, my dad's generation, I mean like boomers in general, but like that's when it really got like, you know. Yeah, you're kind of, kind of treating like giving birth to sea turtles. Like only 50% of them make it to the ocean yeah. waves, you know. All these birds, except <laughs> the birds are like disease, Yeah, poverty. some of them run in a different, <laughs> wrong direction, you know. Yeah, it's like, oh man, yeah. these, these turtles are not going to reach the waters. Yeah, <laughs> but that's your family. Yeah, that's my family. <laughs> oh man, they're just not going to make it. I don't yeah. know. It's yeah. It's it's funny. I, I didn't I didn't realize you lived in the states and here. So you've you've done like the tour of like the Western world. Yeah, yeah. Quite a few parts of it. Do you, does it change how you feel about it? Because like I I come here and I it doesn't it doesn't feel very foreign, you know. But I obviously live in like Shoreditch, mm-hmm. which if you don't know, Shoreditch is just like any gentrified neighborhood in the world. It's just super gentrified. There's a bunch of barbershops everywhere, a bunch of tattoo parlors. No one seems to have a day job. I don't know how it works, but fuck it. Yeah. And like, you know, it could be anywhere. But at the same time, I'm still... And I live with two Australian people, like my girlfriend and my housemate are both Australian. So it feels like, you know, like it doesn't really feel very foreign. Yeah. I assume that's the same for you. It's just same. like... America to UK. It's just like... The same place, It's all man. the same shit. Yeah. Was it, was it more like when you got to America, were you like, whoa? Or was it just like that was kind of college, so it was more kind of... On its own. No, it was, whoa, at how wealthy people are. <laughs> and like wealth, like to normal level, it feels normal to America. No, I'm not like talking about like, you know, real estate tycoon level of wealth. It's yeah, just yeah. like every house has a dishwasher. Whoa. You know, <laughs> that kind of, that kind of. Just that, nice. that little stuff where it's just like, oh yeah. Yeah. Hardwood floors everywhere. You know how expensive hardwood floors would be in Malaysia? You have to like really right. make it to have hardwood. Right. Yeah. That, that'd be like a status symbol. Whereas in the States, yeah. like, yeah, no, like, I, I prefer carpet, but it's wood. So whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know. yeah. Like, you know, something that really caught, really made me, th- I find really interesting that I'm going to try to make it into a bit that they, in America, in the Western world, people have clothes for every occasion. Right. Right. Like, you go to the gym, you have gym clothes. You yeah, go cycling, yeah. you have the lycra. You go scuba diving, you have like a suit, you go, I don't know, whatever. You have yoga, you have yoga pants. You got got boat clothes. This is what I wear on a boat. You got like 
things we wear at home and things we wear outside. That's <laughs> there's two categories. Yeah. Of clothes. So if right. you want to go work out, we wear like the shit clothes. The clothes we wear at home, we just wear that. <laughs> go go to the gym, you yeah. know, in that. And uh, and and it's also also very easy. You can tell like some in London's very. Uh, it's a lot of foreigners here. You can yeah. tell who's from a developing country based on what they wear at the gym. If really? Just wear like home clothes. All right, he's from. He's not. He he's not from here. Yeah, but he's still yeah. going to the gym. Yeah, well, he's he's starting to get westernized now. In a few <laughs> in a few months, he'll start buying some Nikes and Lululemons. Or something. That, that's that's like the gateway. It's yeah, like he's going yeah. to the gym now, so he's gonna have to buy some gym clothes soon. Yeah, like running shoes. What the fuck's that? We just oh, dude, what about when you see people with the the same color scheme? Oh, like they've got a gym color level. scheme. Dude, I I I'm I guess I'm on the Asian level because I just wear like my shit clothes at the gym. <laughs> That's that's where yeah, that's where yeah. that's where I'm at personally. But you probably still have like workout type stuff, no? I mean shoes? I, no, I mean look, I'm a I'm a I'm a poor example. Okay. Of uh you know, if 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 there was like like an expo, you know, just like where it's like cat like showing like all the different races, like uh-huh. they they would not choose me to be the white person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, This guy, you know, is a bit of a fixer upper. Like it'd be like the used one. It's like, yeah, I mean, he's got this he's got all the things, but it's not really like the full package. Yeah, yeah. Like this is this is the this is the phone without any add ons, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, the the clothes thing, man. Just yeah. the he's, level of he's wealth. Off, he's off the ra- I'm like TK Maxx. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> which if you don't if you don't know TK Maxx is like I don't know what it is. Kind of like the Aldi of clothing stores. Like that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, in America, thing. it's called TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx. Yeah. It's kind of like, like Primark. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah just, like that, Primark. just that real like entry level. Yeah. It's like, look, they're, they're definitely clothes, but you shouldn't wear more than one of them at any one time. Yeah. It's like the sweatshop rejects. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, these, these kids, like they really hadn't figured out the stitching yet. So yeah. we sent a TJ Maxx. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a bit dark, isn't it? Um, not inaccurate though, but hey, just remember, Nikes like black people. Yeah, um, another, another interesting uh, thought that like, you know, we, we know how Nike is, you know, exploitative, right? Of course. I think the solution is not to boycott Nike. I think the solution is to only buy fake Nikes. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that, that you the, then your money goes straight to the guy making it. <laughs> You or at least out, his mom and pop operation, right? You, you cut out the middle, man. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the the fakes, like that's that's keeping money within the continent, you know. Like, yeah, it's not, I, I think so. That's interesting. That's a good solution. So, guys, you see those fake Nikes, buddy? Buy yeah. them. <laughs> it's just like, mate. It's like, yeah, for one dollar a day, I sponsor this African child. It's like, yeah, these Nikes are fake as shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah, don't send it. The one dollar, one dollar a day, the African child thing. Because if you buy a fake Nike, they're still working. They still have that pride that I created this, and you're, I'm people like this, and they support me. I've, that, that's, that's what I, that's what I've heard about kids that sew fake Nikes. They got a lot of pride in their work. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, man, look at the tick on that thing. It was almost perfect. Look at it. They that's do, man. They shit. they actually. The good ones, the good fakes, they have a they, man. They they do a lot of research on it. Yeah, and it's it's basically produced by the same fucking factory. Yeah, oh definitely. They, they steal their materials they, and their designs, and it's exactly the same. Yeah, it's just like yeah. I mean, my my friend got a pair yeah. of Nikes when he was in Southeast Asia somewhere, uh-huh. and like, dude, they were better than any pair I've ever owned. Yeah, they were fakes. They were fake fake ass, but they were sick. Buy some fake Yeezys, you know. <laughs> this is to be the rage now. Yeah, dude, that's that's the next level. When you start getting like, I reckon fake Supremes are like the that's the go where it's like, yeah, you I can only so. get one of these. Well, yeah. guess what? We got five hundred spare ones here, bro. <laughs> Actually, that's that's one of the. Is, 
that's the thing that's like not in Australia, but over here, like the farmer's market thing and just like the random market thing where you're like walking mm-hmm. through and you're like, I mean, this stuff it must be fake or like at least a little bit off. Yeah. But it's just around. Australia, you don't really have that. There's no market culture. Really? Yeah. Do you, mm. do you dig that or do you like, you just look at these markets like, man, these, are, these aren't nearly as good as the markets back home. This is rubbish. Well, the markets back home are rubbish too. We, well, we get our groceries there sometimes. Ah. I used to get DVDs, like fake DVDs at the markets. Yeah, Something yeah. I get clothes. Uh, yeah, everything. Everything Groceries, back like fish. Get a lot of fish from the market. But I thought like, I always, in my head, like the markets, like the night markets, like with the food and stuff. Like I'm like, just this. That's those kinds of markets. Food. Yeah. It's like a wet hawk, market. The hawker's market. Is that a wet market? Wet market is like, you get the groceries, uh, fish and vegetables, yeah, 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 yeah. wet stuff. And then you have the, like the food markets. The food markets. That's right. usually at night. Yeah. Oh, and those are great too. Oh, in a different way. So near where I live, the food market at night is every like Wednesday, they will yeah. set it up in the whole street. And the wet market is like every Sunday somewhere. Yeah. So you have these. Yeah, it's great. It's a, yeah, because we got the, the thing here, we're like near the Broadway market here, which I like. But it's like, I don't know, they're very sanitized. These they're very markets. sanitized. They're very regulated. And, and they're uh, again, expensive, it's, man. Like, oh, you're not, you're not saving money. It's more than Sainsbury's, dude. I hate get a carrot from there. I hate street food here. I mean, it's just, it's like the same price you charge at a shop, but I don't get a chair. <laughs> you know what the fuck they're just pocketing all that chair money yeah yeah and it's eating bullshit. with my hands and look at the plate it's not even that good yeah no you know? dude I'm, I'm the same I'm like this sh- This should not I, I swear there's like a store like near where I live that has a street food thing they do like every week mm-hmm. and it's cheaper in the store <laughs> what the fuck like are you charging me the convenience of like getting it from a tent like what yeah there's no messiness here you know, the thing, I miss the messiness of Asia. The messy. Well, you remember want, walking uh, through Bangkok, you see a scorpion on a stick, right? <laughs> yeah. and you see like they're making noodles and the fire is just, yeah, you know, they, into they the sky. Yeah, the fire is in the sky and they're just smoke everywhere. They're fanning the saute smoke. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. getting in your eyes and you don't, don't give a shit. I mean, look, the, the cleanliness thing, I'm, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still in Australian cleanliness. Like, he is dirty for me. Oh, wow. Like, okay. dude, Sydney's like, immaculate like it's that's the thing people are like oh you got to go to singapore it's so clean it's like mate this is normal yeah like, <laughs> this is like because you know it's a big place a lot of nature right yeah. so like there's an emphasis on like don't don't litter like the littering and the recycling thing here kills me then obviously you go to like another country and it's just like oh wow yeah like, there's, there's not two bins there's one bin that's seldom used that you know? I, I don't like the litter litter i wish you come up with a law that's like don't litter but you can skewer a frog on a stick I mean, look, I think that's street, a, I think it's a happy medium. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, you get, you get the frog skewer. <laughs> you get the frog skewer in the in the recycling as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the frog skewers, man. <laughs> I'm. I just. I can't. I'm too too white for that shit. I'm sorry. I it's just all right. can't. It's I can't. All right. No judgment here. I can't visualize an insect and then feel hungry. It just doesn't work. I, uh, yeah, I don't eat the insects. I'm too much of a pussy for that. Frogs are okay, though. Frogs are okay? Yeah, chicken feet, frogs, they're, I think they're all right. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, uh, one day, one day I'll get, I'll get through this. I mean, I think, geez, yeah. we've, we've kind of powered through this. Really? We're almost, yeah. We've, oh, we're overshot. Yeah, right, but like, it was, it was interesting. So I was like, I didn't really want to stop. Yeah, it's not very funny, though. So hope that's okay. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Don't, people. It's not supposed to be fu- always funny anyway, right? It's a fucking podcast, man. Jesus, look at this already already judging yourself not even yeah. after the pod you're like on the pod being like shit man on the wall i reckon this pod's like 37 that's the lowest I've ever been ranked uh, this is rubbish no worries 
dude no i'm just saying yeah. it's good i Thanks, i've enjoyed this chat big time me too um, me too and it's like food I'm yeah excited i'm excited for this food, like just like just oh you have no idea how much it just warms my heart to be sitting with an asian person like, i want to take to my favorite udon place i'm like thank you yeah thanks man well it's that's been so long since i've had that where it's just like I'm gonna show you where we go, and I'm like, thank you. I think people need to have hobbies, you know. I I I don't want to be one of those comics who you know has nothing else. I, I mean, who only talks about the comic life. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude, that's that's no good. So, and even I feel I'm, I don't live a normal life already. You know, uh, it's a lot of trains, a lot of buses. So I want to you know have some hobbies outside of comedy. Yeah, look, I think yeah. I think that's good. I mean, I, I think the funny thing about the trains and the buses is like, you know, obviously on this podcast, like we try and talk about like different parts of the UK mm-hmm. and people are like, oh man, you must see so much. Yeah, like when no. you go to those towns, like, nah, dude, you roll in, you find a Starbucks, you sit there for two hours, you do the gig, then you get the first train you can get out. Yep. 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 It's so weird. Yep. Like I think, you know, like paratroopers see more of the place because like at least <laughs> they get the drop in, you know, they get to look down at the ground. Yeah. Whereas like we're just like in and out, man. <laughs> It's yeah, like, how, yeah. how's Halifax? I mean, it looks good through the train window. Yeah, yeah. They, like, the, the bar there was quite nice. The food that we got given was good. How was the rest of it? That's it, we left. Yeah, nope. Didn't see it. Costa was nice. The green room <laughs> was nice. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't catch it up. Um, yeah. Is there, are you, you got anything coming up? Anything you want the people to know about? I got a, I got a TV thing coming out. TV? October 10th, Stand Up Central. Stand so, up central. Yeah, it's gonna be on TV, but uh, I'll probably share it on on all the social media stuff. Well, this, this I don't know when this will come out, but I'll put a link. I'll put a link for you. Yeah, that's the a link. Thing yeah, and yeah, just yeah, be like, yeah. you wanna check out Nigel? This is where you can see him. Yeah, that's pretty sick though. The TV. Thanks, man. Part, First TV credit. Part time comedian on TV. Yeah, thanks, a bun- man. A bunch of full time road hacks just killed themselves. <laughs> that's the end of their <laughs> career right there. Um, but no, that's sick, dude. And you got you got a little little something coming out as well. Yeah, recording roast battle. Roast battle. So yeah, got that to look forward to. Who battling battling a white person? Yeah, Tom Lucy. Tom Lucy. That'll he's, be fun. Yeah, is he? Do you, do you reckon he's gonna bring up your race at all? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be weird if he didn't. If he if he didn't, you, know? you would know that he's a proper racist. Yeah, <laughs> just like for sure. If he doesn't mention it, it's yeah. like, mate, you've got some real fucking things going on inside your head. Yeah, that's yeah. no good. All right, cool. Uh, Nigel Long. That's how that's how the name is said. Ng spelled yeah. ng. I knew I've known Asian people with that name, and no one will side on a pronunciation, and it drives me crazy. Yeah, well, that word itself is not the same Mandarin word. It depends uh, on the dialect. And you have to factor in people who grew up here probably pronounce a more anglicized way of ing. Ing, right? Yeah. But if you speak the language, you'll notice the actual pronunciation from that my word in the dialect is ung. That's um, a little tone. It's ung. You're yeah. going up. But, you know, it's I'm, that doesn't matter. Back, back in Australia, Blake just said NJ. That was his name. Oh, Michael okay. NJ. And I'm like, that works that, too. See, that, see that the messiness? I was like, that, that can't be authentic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. NJ. I don't know about that. All right. Nigel, man, been a pleasure. Thanks. All right. That was my chat with Nigel Ung. Finally clarified how to say his name. Pretty sure I nailed it eventually <laughs> over time. But yeah, what a what a good chat, man. It's always it's always weird when you see a comedian who seems to be working even harder. 
than you and then you realize they've got a day job as well like definitely definitely makes me feel lazy because he's a dude that i just see around all the time and i didn't know until i spoke to him that he's working three days a week as a data scientist i didn't even ask what that was data scientist sounds too complicated for me i don't know it's too much but he's a he's a great dude i really enjoyed talking to him uh and you yeah you can see him on tv soon in the roast battle i think he just took part in comedy central live as well so there you go everybody everybody you know who's like i'm gonna be an artist i'm gonna stop doing what i'm doing i'm gonna quit everything so i can finally find time to focus on my work you can tell them you don't need to man you can just keep doing that shit and still be successful like nigel Ung. you can do that and just so you know i want you to know he took me out to the udon place his favorite udon place uh, we walked there, we had some udon, he did that thing that I always appreciate as a white person where he explained the menu to me very slowly, <laughs> being like, look, you can, you can get this one, I'd recommend this one, uh, but you probably don't want to go for that one, that's probably too Asian for you, and I was like, fair enough, bro, I appreciate, I appreciate the concern, and it was good, it wasn't the best udon, I gotta say, I think I still got the Australian pride for that i think the asian food in sydney is my favorite that i've had anywhere but it was pretty good it 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 tasted like asian food there were still white people working there which i still have a problem with but hey whatever you know we just we just need to pick up work where we can in these in these brexit times you know if we need to if we need to work in an udon bar i guess that's on us you know that's a that's a choice we made um but definitely Enjoy chatting to Nigel. Follow him on Twitter and on Facebook, Nigel Ung. I'm going to spell that for you, at Nigel Ung. N- and, sorry, it's at Mr. Nigel Ung. M-R-N-I-G-E-L-N-G. N-G, pronounced Ung. Lock that in. Have that as your stock pronunciation. And if someone corrects you, then you can say, hey, look, I know just the way that it's written in, in Mandarin, in Malay, it would definitely... Uh, be said like that but if you want to say it differently that's cool too that's what we're learning on the union jack off guys anyway uh thanks for thanks for listening in if you if you did enjoy it please follow the facebook page uh the union jack off uh or you can follow me on twitter at dan muggles and all this stuff is in the episode information but i would love to hear from you i'd love to hear from you guys if you want to tweet me if you want to message me anything like that please do i want to hear what you guys think about these episodes if you disagree with anything I'm saying about the UK or if you if you want to hear more about the guests or you want to get someone from a specific Commonwealth country on the show, I'll find them. You just tell me where you want them to be from and I'll find them. Anyway, guys, it's been a pleasure. I'll uh, chat to you guys next week. Cheers. Cheers.